This is Joe Basso with Music Radar, and you're listening to In Conversation with Chad Smith. In this installment, Chad talks to Rush guitarist Alex Lifeson. The interview was recorded at the Sunset Marquee in Los Angeles. This is episode two of In Conversation, Chad Smith with Alex Lifeson. Dave and Taylor yeah. are going to just gush. I know, Taylor came by rehearsals today. Did he? Yeah, because we were... Well, he, just, he was in like Chile or something. He was just, I think he was just down the in... The day, yeah, he yesterday. got back yesterday. I know, he texted me. I'm I don't like, know, I, I can't believe that he actually got... But he, that guy's got some energy. Yeah, yeah, he's a sweetheart. But, uh, you know, we were doing, we were planning on doing some stuff, and um, just for logistics, they asked him if it would be possible for him to play Neil's kit. And it's like giving a right-handed guitar player a left-handed mm-hmm. guitar. And, uh, you know, the Neil's snare is really high, and oh, everything's gee. raw, yeah. you yeah. know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like wearing somebody else's you shoes. Can't, yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I sat down at Alex Van Halen's kit once. And he sits, I swear, really low, really low, and his snare is is above, above it, like, and I'm a tall guy. Yeah. He's, he's not as tall as me, but he, but it was like, and everything is, is up here, up right? here, and it's bang bang, and your yeah. knees are like, I was like, how the fuck do you play? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, kink kink, I couldn't just <laughs> kink kink. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna tackle that monster. Yeah, I don't What's, think he's what going to. What song are you gonna do? Uh, Is Dave gonna? Well, Dave and Nick Rasculinitz. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Dave. Very quiet well, man. Is it? This, when does this come out? Or I don't know. Do you, yeah, I have no idea. they've got something. They've got something they playing. Play. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, that's all we're gonna say about. They're gonna they're gonna do twenty one twelve overture, but they're gonna wear kimonos and. And Taylor's going to have like the big mustache that Neil had, yes. and they're going to play the overture, and then we'll come in after they, they finish it at the end and, and do a couple songs. Fantastic. So they want to get it all right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's you? Uh, that's, who's playing you, uh, girl. Girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's great. <laughs> See, because I know you love. What's this? You were Amy Winehouse and, and you're dressed as Amy Winehouse in your yeah. tour booklet? Yeah, I don't know what where that came where from. Where did that come from? How long ago was that? It seemed like a good idea at the time. I think it was, was the be- last tour. Was it before she... Yeah. Okay. Maybe she saw the picture and... Couldn't take it. Couldn't take it anymore. Because I was better looking. Made fun of by Canadian gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> did you make a good Amy Winehouse? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean by good? <laughs> good is a very subjective like, word. It is. Good, like yeah, like handsome. Okay, yeah, handsome. Uh, <laughs> I was a handsome I was and a portly. Uh, <laughs> handsome Amy Winehouse. She's a little thinner than what, what, maybe when she was going through one of her not so healthy times. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Although uh, I, I probably look like a healthier. Yeah. Amy Winehouse, unfortunately. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. She, I don't think she'd get to the... Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's like... And you paint? I didn't know uh, you were a yeah. painter. I'm not really, but You're I really... You're a renaissance man. I really enjoy it. I, I love it. I enjoyed art in school. Um, I've always done little drawings and, and stuff like that. don't really know what I'm doing with the painting, but I experiment. 
and um, I, I got into it about uh, six or seven years ago. I got a request from the Kidney Foundation in Canada mm. to get involved with their with a program that they run annually, where they get different ce- celebrities, yeah, uh, artists, and, and, and then they put Canadian, them auction them, right? And, and they auction it. Yeah, called Brush of uh, um, the Brush of Hope, I think. Oh, thank you. Um, and I, I, I did a painting, just a little acrylic painting on the little board they send you with the little paints uh, that they that they get. No and numbers on it, or no numbers. <laughs> and uh, and it sold. I don't know for seven or eight thousand dollars. And I was so thrilled, as they were. Because you know, Do you want some pepper? Sure. You know, most most of these things sell for you know between twenty five and a hundred dollars. Thank you from. Uh, so it was a it was a it was a pretty big deal, and yeah. they asked me to come back, and I thought, for sure, yeah, this is a great idea. Well, well, since then, I, I now buy my own canvases. I do bigger canvases. I spent a couple thousand dollars on paints, so I can do some really you know decent quality work. But I still don't know what I'm doing. So, so what? I'm still experimenting. A lot of stuff I kind of redo and paint over, but it's. Uh, it's, it's wow. getting there, and you have I, a I really enjoy studio it. Studio at your place? Where, where, I just do do I, I sit at the uh, at the uh, table in uh, like the dining room table. So not not and like no. I, I re- lay down a bunch of newspaper <coughs> and put set everything up where it's nice and sunny. Yep. Uh, and a couple of lamps when I'm working in the evening, and I got a little uh, like a tabletop easel, so I can yeah, set yeah, it up yeah. there and, and and just kind of get a different perspective on it and. That's so cool. The last one I did. Um, when did you get painting your guitars? You know, I was asked to do that again for a charity, but I don't know. There's something about working on a canvas mm. that makes it realer, and mm. uh, and it takes it out of what the other thing that I do. Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. I, I get it. In fact, they in, they 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 ran a series of an earlier painting that they got prints and sold. You know, a few hundred for I don't know, hundred dollars or something. So they they can retire. Yeah, it raised a lot of money that's, for that's that's for them, really and it's, great it's really too. great. I'm really really proud of it. Oh, good. oh yeah, I'll try one of those for sure. That's so cool. Yeah, so you I love painting. Like later on, that you'd be like, yeah. Ah. Well, wow. you liked it in school, but then you never really did it after. Yeah, that. well, Charlene's an amazing artist. She was top top in her class, and wow. we have an, we have some stuff at home that she did in high school that is just so beautiful, wow. mind blowing. Wow. But then she became a mom, and then I was away, and she she Keep it up, never it. got a chance to really do it. Mm. She's been trying, but everything's you know her whole life is so busy. Uh, it's too bad. It's a, it's really a. Uh, a waste that she's she doesn't do that, but you know you never know. But um, it is a lot of fun. I, I I enjoy that a lot. Is it relaxing? It's relaxing, and I put some music on, and I'll yeah I'll have a I'll have a puff every once in a while, and and get creative, and uh, and I uh, before I know it, it's dark outside, and and I start in the morning. You know, I've got, I've had 
nine cups of coffee. And <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. But I, I, when I'm doing it, I can't stop thinking about it. You know, I keep wanting to go back and, oh, I got it. Oh, I just thought of something. I, yeah. I, I know how I can feather that, that color out. So, Look at you, man. You know, it's it's wow. just great. And at the end of the day, you feel like you're doing something that's uh, helping somebody else. So. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, and I, um, I used to fly my pilot's license. Please get his pilot license Where is he? right now. Oh, good. Good yeah. for him. He's just going to start solo. What does he want? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's about 15 hours or so, 18 hours into it. I think so. He's been doing it. Um, what What are his intentions? Does he want to... He's going to get a little Cessna. Yeah. Can't remember the, the 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 name of the plane. He's gonna buy a plane, but like a four seater. I think it's um, like one eighty two, something like that. I can't remember. Kind of or something. But, a that, but no, no, that. not too big, not too big. But but has like all the the latest Idiotics. modern. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a a safe. Yeah, yeah. So he's um, so he, he's just planning on being a recreational flyer yeah. and just going up right and now. Down. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you did that. I I did do that. I got my license in 1980, and then uh, I was so keen after I got my license. It was a challenge, you know. We were touring a lot back then. We were gone for long periods it takes of time. A long time. It took me a year to get my license because I couldn't fly. I was away a lot. When I was home, I went as much as I could. Winter, it's minus. 30, you know, that's when winter was winter, and you're not going to fly on those days, it's just too cold. But uh, I was so into it, I wanted something that would challenge me, that I would do, that would, again, be different from being on tour and playing and all of that stuff, and uh, and forced me to be very responsible about um, what I was doing and, yeah. and, and the application of this thing that I was learning. and. Uh, and so after I got my license, I got my multi-engine rating, I got a float rating, I got a night rating. I got basically everything uh, except my, my instrument rating. And I have lots of instrument time, but and this is something that he, he should be aware of too, and he probably is. Unless you're going to be really serious about your instrument rating and really work towards it and keep it current, then you're better off to not get it and just be a recreational flyer when it's sunny and... Yeah. And nice outside and, and go and enjoy. Night. If you, if you, if you're you, you can get a night rating oh, okay. uh, to fly at night, but okay. for an instrument where you're in cloud and, and yeah, those yeah. sort of things, things can happen so so very quickly. And if you don't have the the experience and you're you're up to date with it, right. it can be extremely yeah. dangerous. Right. Well, I think like sure the the um, Kennedy the, the, his. John Kennedy has a perfect example. He went out at dusk. He figured, it's still light outside. I can get there. Just as it's getting dark, I'll be fine. He had a fair bit of experience, but, but not a, a great deal. And no instrument, from what I understand, no instrument experience. Thing is, at dusk, that's maybe the worst time because there's no horizon. And that's what happened. He got disoriented because he couldn't see the horizon, even though it wasn't night. Right. And he's looking for this, and he's not looking at his instruments. And what he should have done, as soon as he sensed any kind of problem, was to turn immediately back. turn back yeah. and go back, go back to the to his um, departure airport. But you know, 
that's not the way guys think mostly. And yeah, oh, I can make it. I can, you know, yeah. I want to get yeah. there. Yeah, and it and it happens so so yeah. quickly. No, I, I, you know, he's 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 taking it very seriously. He's 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 a pretty responsible guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far he wants to go. I know recreational, but I, I'll I'll ask him about the whole. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure he's yeah thing, but he wants to get a plane. He's pretty, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's into it. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, he's just like I just want to fly around, and go here, yeah. and, you know. And he lives here. Yeah. This California, California right? coast, go shit. The, exactly. Yeah. Big B's got a house all in Big over Bay. the place. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. That's like an easy flight yeah. during the day. It's yeah. nice. I think I think that's his. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, nice to be and then you just it just you just kind of what happened? You lost interest in it, or or or, or you know, if you own your your own airplane, you can go and fly it anytime you want, and staying current on your license after I think forty is an annual physical that you go for, and but after a while. I wasn't flying that much, so I wasn't getting my minimum annual, and it's not a lot, 10, 15 hours, but I just kind of lost interest in it, you know? We, we was playing golf. Yeah, uh, life, life happens. Life happens. happens. Kids, the Kids, yeah. grandkids, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff. And if you're not current every month, if you haven't flown in a month, you have to go, if you're renting, you have to go back for another... Uh, Is that with, right? Yeah, you have to go with a, an, an instructor, fly around for an hour, and he'll sign you off that right. you're you're. But you're going well, and then you probably think, oh, I want to go here. Yeah, I, you know, I just want to go flying for yeah. an hour. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got to go with this guy now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so I kind of lost, uh, I lost interest in that. Fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, you, Does it have anything? Like I know that you like gadget guy. Like you like. Like you like the the, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like you like to get eaten. You haven't. I've had it. It's good, right? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like pedals and things that go ping, mm-hmm. and, right? Mm-hmm. You like all that stuff. I love all that stuff. I've always been interested in that sort of thing, you know, right from the very beginning. Like I, how much is is like. From your your sound or or in your mind, or what you're trying to I know it depends on the music and what you're at and what you're writing and stuff. But how much does it dictate? Is it after the fact, like you're in the studio and oh the song is developing and like this is gonna work, or can it be from the beginning? Yeah, like 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 the edge, like his thing. You know that's right. You know, is it? It, 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 it happens both ways. That's a great question because I think probably in the past I would utilize effects or uh, tonal shaping more from the beginning. Less mm-hmm. so now because I, I really believe that the core of the song should work no matter what play it you on do. An acoustic or whatever. Exactly. Right? And that's the real test is on an acoustic. If it works on an acoustic, it's going to work no matter what you do. It's easy to get 
caught up in the technology and, and be enamored by the sound of something. But it, it's just that. It's, it's kind of like a, a, a superficial thing. It's, it's not d- deep inside of what makes the song a song and, yeah. and makes it a compelling. Mm. Um, and I've moved away much more, so it's it's more of an afterthought now. Yeah. But I've always been one of those like guys in the technical like. end of it. Yeah. yeah, from a wah wah pedal to a, a, a fuzz tone in the early days to that's probably all you had. All those things. Oh, what was your What yeah. were your first effect? The first effect was the fuzz face fuzz tone, and I remember I used to plug my guitar into the back of my my parents' TV. It had a little RCA <laughs> input. I don't know why that input was there, but... Was it distorted? Oh, yeah. It was distorted before I even put the fuzz face in. And then I got a, a Wawa pedal, Crybaby Wawa pedal. Jimmy Hendrix had one of those. Yeah. Gotta have it. Oh, and... and uh Paige. All those guys. Clapton when he was in yeah. Cream. White Room. I mean, that was... Ooh, lots yeah, of gotta Wawa have it. Pod- yeah, gotta have it. Was uh, that the, is that, but the Echoplex that? was the big one. Okay. That's and then the chorus pedal changed everything in my sound, and I, I came to really, really rely on that from the mid seventies uh, on. Chorus pedal. Yeah, just makes things bigger, especially in a three piece. Yeah. Makes it wider, and uh, and you got you know in crutch in. Well, it can be a crutch, <laughs> and it, no, 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 it can be and. Delays can definitely be more of a, a crutch because it masks, you know, uh, insecurities it and inaccuracies. And and playing in this band with Neil yeah, and yeah. Ged, they're so active. You know, you need to do something that kind of it fills. The, the, that's the thing, though. In your situ- glue. musical situation, yeah, you're you know, certainly early on, before Getty got into the Taurus pedals and keyboards and his thing. I mean, yeah. you were, that was it as far as real melody and, yes. and that was your job. So you had a big, you know, that's a big job, to, a big thing to do. Yeah, in a, in a very busy space. In a very busy space. Yeah. What, where, where, where's, um, let me ask you this and go back to the Hall of Fame for a second. Will anyone from the Rutsy family be involved? Oh, yeah. Know? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, Are they? I, I don't know personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John passed away a couple of years ago. I know. I know. Um, and we hadn't really Been seen much of each other. Right. I mean, when he left the band, he um, he really left music. He mm. sold his drums oh, like wow, a month later, and Look what you he did became so a bodybuilder. Well, he became a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, he competed uh, provincially in, wow. in Ontario, but oh, wow. <clears throat> John was a, a, a complex kind of guy. Mm. He was um, he was so funny. He was wonderful to be with, but mm. he would get into these moods where he hated you for some reason all of a sudden, and had would have nothing to do with you and. Wow. And, and kind of no reason. Yeah, and then for like a couple of months. A couple months? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, a band with a guy like that. I know it was difficult. And then suddenly one day he would call and say, "Hey, what's going on?" Like <laughs> nothing happened, and oh, wow. he, okay. he was a very moody, weird guy in that way. You know, he had juvenile diabetes, and I think it had a big influence on his life. I remember. I mean, I met him when we were both uh, ten or eleven years old. So we were, we were friends from from being kids, and 
There were a lot of those little cycles where he would get like that. And mm. uh, you think maybe he's from the diabetes? Well, he, he was very self-conscious about the diabetes. Right. He worried about touring, uh, going away. Be, how would he store his insulin and right. and those sort of things? And right. and and he didn't want people to know. And um, it, it was a, a complex thing with with him and I think when it came down to it he had a very rough year before we uh, we got our American deal in 1974 and and went on tour that year he was very sick he had uh, issues with his diabetes and and other uh, physical issues Mm. and um, he kind of had enough we had in fact we had another drummer Jerry Fielding was his name he sat in and Learned the stuff and played for a couple months with us while John was recuperating. And I didn't know that. That went back and forth a few times, and he was one of the candidates to 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 join the band when John left. And he was a great drummer and a really nice guy, but Neil was just something else. Yeah, he came in. So, and then uh, I'd see John every once in a while when we would come home. Yeah. Not very often. And then I didn't see him probably from 1976, I guess, until uh, mid late 80s. And then we got together, and I started working out with them, training with them. Um, we socialized a little bit. It was kind of kind of nice. We actually went on a holiday together. Oh. And then uh, and then I didn't see him until or hear from him until. Four or five years ago, I guess. Long, yeah. from '88 to yeah, 2008. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, and then suddenly I remember he called and asked me about something that he was some charity thing that he asked if we would get involved with, and then, and then the next thing I knew, he, you know, he passed away, which is, you know, sadly on, on uh, not uncommon for people with juvenile diabetes. He, it's bad, I think, when you get it at juvenile, it's really... Yeah, right. and he was in his mid-late 50s by then, so... Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's tough. So I don't know if there's anybody from his family that reached out to, to the office. And right. He hadn't been in contact with him. No, yeah, no, I not get, really. Yeah, I, get, I get it, I get it. And it's you know, 40 years. It's a yeah. long time. It's a long time. He, he, there's no denying that he was an important part of the, the the beginning of what our roots were and, and we were at. But we were a very, very different band uh, not long after he left, yeah. Yeah. really. Yep. And uh, it's just uh, kind of the way things go, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I remember things they would ask, who do you want to? Because we have quite a few members as well. Mm-hmm. They were asking us, you know, who do you want to be included? And I said, usually it's founding members, and, yeah. and, and they gave us the usual parameter stuff, and it's kind of up to you. Um, and actually, I, I was talking to Sammy not too long ago, and Andy Johns passed away last week. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He did our first chicken foot record. Yeah, that's right. So we knew Andy, and he did a Van Halen record, he did one of Joe's records. And yeah. Um, we were just talking on the phone a little bit more about that, but um, um, he was saying, um, uh, oh, the, oh, the members and, and um, what uh, he said, yeah, Denny Caramassi, who was a drummer in Montrose, was saying, he said, I've been doing stuff with Denny and, and Bill Church. 
in the studio recording. I'm like, that's great. Does it sound cool, man? We got the old Montrose thing going. I'm like, you're kidding me. I, you know, and he's like, but then he's really upset because Denny was in heart in like the 80s. Yeah. They're kind of 80s era. Right, right. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and and he wasn't invited to be into the Hall of Fame. He said he was really bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you guys are like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think... That's a, a no-brainer. If, if John was still around, I think there, well, an invitation would have gone yeah. to him for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, he's of not. Of course. And it's nothing really to do with his family or anything. So, you know, we did have another guitar player in the band. When? Uh, Seventy-one. What? Yeah, Mitch Bossy. Mitch Bossy? Yeah, he was in the band for the Mitch Bossy. <laughs> yes, the teacher. <laughs> he was in the band for I don't know. Uh, I I think it was three or four months. We were playing clubs and high school dances and stuff like that. Yeah. And, was this uh, in your movie? I don't remember that. I think, I th yeah, but Mitch was mentioned in it. Was there he? were some, there there were some. Uh, I remember the high school photos with with the four of us, and he um, he was a friend of of uh, John's, and uh, and Mitch was not that great of a a, a, a guitar player. Being nice, he was okay, but yeah. not that great. Could play. He could play chords, and and you know John really wanted to go to more of a bad company kind of uh, small face or faces mm. sort of thing. That's yeah, the kind of music that he was really into. Like a bluesy, yeah, that the English bluesy yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he played more like he had more of that vibe. We, we yeah we, we went for a while for a few months, and then I remember we were at a rehearsal and. We told Mitch that me and I wasn't really working out. <laughs> picked up his stuff and left. Spinal tap. Yeah. Yeah. And how, and how did you, was John part of that decision as well? Yeah, John okay. actually made that decision. Okay. Okay. And, and I remember him saying, "I, I don't think this is this isn't working out. I'm gonna, I'll I'll talk to Mitch." And but it, it was at a rehearsal. We were all there. But I guess John did do the talking. This but. can be. When you have to sort of fire somebody, it's hard. Oh, it's we're terrible. Worst, at it. we're so are we. We're the worst, and we've had to let some people go. And it's yeah, it's a, it's a horrible. I know. Guy left his band when 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 um when um John, our guitar player, yeah. left. We got another guy to play just a tour, the Lollapalooza tour, and then we did another one in the fall. Arik Marshall is a really good player, but we've never written any. Tried to write songs with him. Just, yeah, John quit in the middle of a tour. Yeah, learn the stuff and right. So he, yeah, he, but he played great. He's a really good player, but we never tried to write any songs. We're real like you know jamming and improvising, and that's kind of how we wrote write our songs. And we tried that, and it just wasn't happening. Yeah, and you're like, oh no. Yeah. So we had to hire him. Really rough. Uh, I know. And then this whole thing, audition guitar players is a nightmare. Um, put an ad in the LA Weekly. This is 1993 or something like that. And we had every crazy person come down and audition for a band. And then 
that didn't really work out. And we saw this one guy playing in this band called Mother Tongue. His name was Jesse Tobias. And we'd been so frustrated by that, by the whole auditioning process. Like, we saw him playing, like, wow, I can good. Sounds good in his band. Want to jam with us? Yeah, okay. We had one jam. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Good, you know, funky, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. played, everything cool. And we were so excited by this that, uh, wow, the guy's kind of got his own thing and, you know, he's... This is going to work. Yeah, exactly. We were so frustrated. You're in. <laughs> oh, he quits his band. Oh. We start jamming. Two, three days. And then it's like you realize. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. it was premature. And then at the time we had asked Dave Navarro to be in our group, he said no. And then he was like, you know, yeah, all right. And we always kind of wanted him to be in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, Dave's a pretty. Dave's a good player, right? Yeah. And it made sense, and we know him, and changed addiction. So Dave says, yes, okay, I'll. I'll Think it, I'm ready to you know, do it, and so we had to fire Jesse. Oh, uh, and he's like, the picture was already like in Rolling Stone magazine, <laughs> like new guitar player was oh, oh, that, that was really bad. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's a hard, a hard. Uh, yeah, it's it's really hard. It's hard. What's the longest that it was probably during when when Neil took it, the time off? Was yeah. That was probably your longest inactivity yeah. for the group, right? Yeah, that was from. Um, well, we'd we'd come off that tour, I think, in uh, June of '97, the Test Record tour, and then um, the accident happened in August, and and then uh, his wife Jackie passed away in June of '98, and then he went on his Odyssey yep. and. Yep. And then it wasn't until um, was it 2011? Yeah, it was 2011 because we uh, we started in in January of that no, year. 2001. Or uh, t- I'm sorry, 2001. Yeah. Um, we didn't finish until uh, fall of 2012, and we I remember we were in the studio. 9/11, when 9-11 happened because uh, we had some friends that were visiting from from the states mm-hmm. actually one one friend from here in Los Angeles another from from Boston and they were stranded in Toronto it was really interesting because wow. right in front of our offices from 3.30 to 6.30 there's no parking and at, at 3.31 the tow trucks come and, and pull the cars away that are parked there <laughs> they're just waiting and this one friend of ours from Boston, his car was parked out front, right in front of our office. And he had Massachusetts plates on the car, and they didn't touch his car. You know, just everybody was so freaked out about what had happened and and uh, so supportive. But, um, yeah, that was a tough album, that one. Coming after everything that he'd been through and... It was so delicate and fragile, and yeah. everybody, and, he, and and you know, honestly, he hadn't played in mm. in a few years. Mm-hmm. Once he'd played in in three years. Wow! And he barely got through that playing session. I, he, you know, he talks about it and how he broke down when he was playing, and 
and really never wanted to play again and never didn't think he could and uh, and when we came back into the studio he just was not anywhere close to being the same drummer that he was yeah Yeah. he he just that's the thing you you couldn't play you don't do it yeah you use it or lose it right yeah especially it's not like I mean the way he well and you're I mean you hit the drums hard (laughs) yeah I've seen it in different in different uh, scenarios scenarios like at the club at at the orbit room when you played with the the A team that time oh that's right oh my god it was so exciting and the tonality out of that kit and (laughs) because you just know what you're doing and you know the kind of pressure that's required to, to make the drum speak. When we were in the studio, oh my God, he was hitting the drums at 65% of what what he used to. Yeah. And I'm a big, pretty strong guy, and I'd go in there and mess around his drums, and I hit him as hard as I could, and, and it was nowhere near what he was doing in just his regular playing. I mean, I know a lot of it is technique, yeah, it's and a technique how, how to snap yeah. your wrist or whatever it is. Yep. But um, it was a long, mm. arduous climb for him mm. to get back mm. together to, to his his uh, playing speed. But he, he did get back to it. So. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it was a very difficult time. Oh, and he's such a perfectionist, you know? Mm. I'm sure he was just like, that must have been like frustrating not be able to do your thing. I think it was, but at the same time, I, I, I think he recognized that he'd gone through a terrible, difficult period where he just didn't play. And right. So he... He didn't exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like, oh, I just lost it for no reason. He was like, yeah, no, I know why. There's a good reason yeah, why he couldn't exactly. do it. And I think he realized that it was a long, hard climb to get back up. And, and some days I think he was discouraged by it, and other days... He was, you know, more focused on it. I think, you know, getting married and Carrie coming into his life was really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, Carrie came up when we were there. She did that beautiful book of his hands. Uh, you know, she's a photographer, and mm-hmm. um, so he. She spent time with him, and it was therapeutic. I think for. For her to be involved and to shoot him while he's playing and right. and all of that stuff, right. uh, it was a very powerful um, remedy, I think, for him. Mm. And um, it was important. And she was there every few weeks. She would mm. come back up and and spend time with him and you know be together and support him. And yep. I mean, she was the instigator in getting him back to work. She didn't know anything about the band. When you know when they met and they yep. got married and, right. she, and and you know basically said to him, you know I don't really know a lot about the band, but what I do know is that you know you you do what you do and you're pretty good at, at what you do. From my understanding, you've got to do something with your life. Why not do the thing that you were really good at at doing? And it was as simple <laughs> but it, it's as It's very that. innocent, though, right? It is very innocent, and that doesn't account for all the turmoil that you're feeling and. Right. Uh, and this horrific experience that he went through, and how do you how do you how do you eliminate or or, or at least dilute that emotional uh, horror show? God. But 
you know, she was willing to support him and, and lift him up, and we were there all, all along for him. So. Sure you guys were. That's amazing.